Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 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 My gosh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, Blake. Live, the Rich Eisen Show. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm excited for the opportunity. I mean, obviously, they're they're a great team, and and I'm happy to be a part of that organization. The Rich Eisen Show. Show. Earlier on the show, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt. Still to come, ESPN college football analyst, Todd McShay, plus co-host of the Dream Team Tapes podcast, J.A. Adonde. And now... Don't get too cute. It's Rich Eisen. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show on a busy Wednesday. And it is a busy Wednesday because the number that NFL teams have been hoping to hear to figure out their 2021 plans has finally hit a cap number of $182.5 million, which is 8% less than the previous cap. And that is no bueno for a ton of teams that was hoping to have the cap maybe stay as flat as possible. That's a that's a that's that's a player or two, at least um, a significant player or two for for teams that they might have to go without or start working their cap magic. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo in their chairs are social media grandmaster T. Jefferson in his chair. Uh, we already talked with Kyle Brand of Good Morning Football. I went over and over and over again. Check it out on our YouTube feed, youtube.com. We came on the air in our first hour with all the cap numbers that quarterbacks represented in the last 10 years. We now have a full decade's worth of uh, a sample size in the new, if you will, NFL collective bargaining world where draftees weren't paid at the top of the flow chart type of money because they were drafted in the top five of an NFL draft. They were then slotted. So you had to earn your paycheck if you were a top five draft choice with what you had on the field in the first four to five years of your career. That's the way we've now done it for 10 Super Bowl seasons. And four of those Super Bowls were won by teams that had a quarterback on a rookie contract and six of those were won by a team with a starting quarterback on a second, third, or in the case of Tom Brady, umpteenth contract. And the other quarterbacks who won out off of their rookie year, uh, outside of their rookie year, were named Manning, Peyton, and Eli. That's it. So do you build a team by making sure that your quarterback doesn't eat up a ton of your cap space? You better win it now in the first few years when the quarterback's on a rookie deal which means you better hit on your draft choices. And on that front, let's bring in our friend from ESPN, fresh off of his first 
a big mock draft. They had a whole show about it on the Worldwide Leader in Sports. Our friend Todd McShay back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Todd? Doing well, Rich. How you doing, man? I am doing fine. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at these cap numbers, right, that teams are trying to build around their quarterbacks right now. And I'm wondering, would I rather be in a boat with, say, uh, Lamar Jackson taking up only 1.6% of my cap, Jared, uh, Josh Allen 3.6% of my cap, or would I rather be in the boat, like, say, with Dak 10%, Jimmy G, 13 and a half, Mahomes, 13%, Aaron Rodgers, 20%. I'm wondering if this is the stuff that you're talking about with evaluators also as they're looking at all 22. Yeah, it's part of it. It really is. And what you have to decide is, are you getting something equal to or better than what you currently have at that position? And that's, that's really the struggle. And, and are, where you are drafting, are you capable of getting a player that you think could be as, as good as the quarterback that you have. And that's, I mean, that's the struggle right now. We know that Jacksonville is going to take Trevor Lawrence with that first pick. And then after that, it's, it's all up in the air. You know, what do the Jets do with Sam Darnold? You know, are they, they going to move him for in part because of these reasons and maybe in part because they love Zach Wilson, if that's the case? You know, that's the, the organizational struggle that's going on with a lot of these teams, especially the ones that are, that are picking high, you know, in this year's draft. So then let's break it down then. Let's get into that Jets decision. What do you yep. think their decision is, you know, on Darnold and or Zach Wilson or using a lot of their draft capital that they have earned by trading away players like, say, the Prez, Jamal Adams, to go maybe make a blockbuster deal for Deshaun Watson or even Russ? What do you think the, is going on in Joe Douglas's mind right now? Yeah, I, I, my guess is knowing Joe and knowing – kind of how he was raised in the business with Ozzie Newsom and, and just piling picks and, and building an organization from, from the draft, that that's the route he's going to go. Now, he and everyone else who's you know quarterback needy, Carolina, Atlanta, et cetera, they're kind of waiting to see where some of these quarterbacks go in terms of the veterans, and we'll see with free agency as, as some of the guys get sorted out in the trades. But ultimately – if you think Zach Wilson is is going to be anywhere close to as good as Sam Darnold, then I, I think the move is to try to move Sam Darnold and, and get some more draft capital for him and build the whole organization in a two-year span. I mean, the Jets have two first-rounders this year, two first-rounders next year. I want to say eight picks in the in the first three rounds combined. So they've got a lot to work with. And then if you are able to move Sam for whatever the compensation is, let's say it's a pair of twos or a one and a four, whatever it is, then, then you have that in addition to what you already have. So you bring in Zach from BYU and, and you, yeah, you're going to struggle for a year or two, but then you have the organization that you're looking to build two years down the road. What's your evaluation of Zach Wilson compared to Sam Darnold when he was coming out of USC? Because we talked to uh, we, we talked to Coach Satani of BYU, and the way he yep. talked about Zach Wilson being a gamer, being all about ball, he doesn't play video games, he watches film of the NFL, it sounded exactly like what I heard about Darnold coming out of USC, quite frankly. Yeah, they're actually really similar, and I get asked this question a lot, obviously because the decision that, that the Jets are going to have to make and the similarities are, yes, the maturity and, and loving ball, 
But I also think kind of the magic inside the pocket, the ability to extend plays, change arm angles, and, and sense where the rushers are coming from. Now, you look at Sam in the NFL and you say, well, your evaluation was off, but you also have to look at, at the supporting cast. I mean, he's never had a good offensive line. He's at, at best, he's had an average offensive line. He's never had – I mean, who's his best wide receiver that, he, that he's had during his career? Who's the, who's the best running back that he's had? And, and there's been no sustaining of those players that have come in and out. So uh, I still think Sam Darnold can be a really, really high-end starter in the league, but it might be time for uh, a scene change, if you will, to go somewhere else and, and to kind of start over. And if not, then, then the, the Jets have to st- sit there at number two and probably trade back for a team that's move, trying to move up, like Carolina, as I mentioned, from eight to two, or Atlanta from four to two, to go get Zach Wilson and take advantage of that as well. So they have options, but, I mean, make no mistake, Joe Douglas this year and next year in the draft will define kind of his legacy and, and what the Jets organization will be for the next 10 years. Todd McShay here on the Rich Eisen Show. Look, Todd, I mean uh, – I, I... Everyone knows I'm a Jet fan, you know, um, but but I am talking about it significantly because they are the the major domino uh, of the draft Absolutely. Uh, and, and potentially free agency with some of their decision making. And so uh, let's wave a wand um, and say that the best spot for Sam Darnold would be what? And uh, let's include the fact that Mike LaFleur is bringing in the Shanahan system or is it best for him to go to the actual Shanahan system? Wave a wand and say the best spot for Sam Darnold would be this place because he deserves to have this happen for him after <laughs> everything that you just chronicled. Go for it. I think I think Carolina would be really interesting, and I you know I just look at them last year and they're a better team than than people think. They had eight games that they lost by one score, and they just they need a dude at that position, a guy who can who can finish off drives in the fourth quarter. So uh, to me, you know, they're sitting there, sitting back at number eight in the draft this year, and they can't control what they, you know, what they can do necessarily because we could see Trevor Lawrence go one, Zach Wilson go two, um, you know, Justin Fields, Trey Lance all go in the top four picks, and, and who knows what's going to happen with Mac Jones. And I know they like Mac Jones a whole lot from the senior bowl, but I would rather have Sam Darnold, even though I'm going to have to pay him a lot more moving forward than Mac Jones. But, uh, but Darnold, to me, just would add that value and, and may take them from a team that's picking eight overall to a team that's making a run in the playoffs. Now, normally, Todd McShay, we'd be, we'd be coming back from the combine right about now. Um, I know, after right? Seeing, after seeing a bunch of kids spin it and then maybe a couple of kids not because their agent said don't, and I'd be pissed because <laughs> I'm sitting in the booth trying to make some <laughs> chicken salad out of that moment. But um, so uh, evaluate these guys right now. Obviously, there's no combine. We've seen a pro day out of Trevor Lawrence. Give me, give me your quarterback evaluations as we sit here prior to the new league year starting. Well, Trevor Lawrence, to me, is, I have the highest grade on him that I've had on a, on a quarterback since, since going back to 2012 with Andrew Luck. And we all know his ability. Um, you know, the, the, only, the only question I have, because I don't know, is how does he process information and all, all sorts of those things. And, and it's been tough for teams this year without the one-on-one contact to, to really dive into all that. But his maturity his leadership and, and the way he, his demeanor on the sideline, I've done nine games live with him the last three years and just watching him after, 
you know, incomplete passes that were drops and interceptions and touchdowns and all the other things. He just, he never wavers. Zach Wilson is different, and it's a different evaluation because two years ago he had a shoulder injury and he had a hand injury. But this past year he comes out and plays in, in a strange season against not great competition, but was exceptional and showed a lot of Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield kind of qualities in terms of the ability to, to extend plays and, and just make plays and have those instincts. So I, I think Zach Wilson is clearly the number two quarterback in this class, and I'll be shocked if he's not the number two pick. Then after that, it gets interesting because Justin Fields from Ohio State is so physically gifted, and he has good football intelligence, but he played in a system where everything was kind of tailored for him. It was quarterback-friendly, and he likes to see his receiver come open. And as you know, in the league, you've got to be able to anticipate throws and kind of trust where your receivers are going to be. And I, that's, that's one area that he has to develop. And then Trey Lance had one game, and the strangest game I've ever seen in college football, a showcase game against Central Arkansas. He has just 17 starts coming out of North Dakota State, and he played at the small school level. So you're talking about four quarterbacks that could all go in the top four, but they're very different prospects because of all those reasons. And then Mac Jones bursts on the scene this year after just four starts the prior year when Tua Tungavailoa got injured at Alabama and got better and better and better. But he's not as mobile as Trevor or Zach or Fields or Lance. So he's got to play great with his mind, and he's got to be extremely smart and understand what defenses are doing. And he showed that. Steve Sarkeesian said, you know, I I gave him towards the end of the season more install packages than I have ever with any quarterback that I've worked with at the college level. So they're five unique guys. They're all supremely talented, Mm. but they're all very different, too. And that's what makes the evaluation so unique because you talk to guys in the league and, and one team loves Trevor. Another team says, well, Zach might be the best quarterback. You know, it, it just depends on who you talk to. So then uh, who are you talking to that you can that, – that, that, all right, instead of that, hold on, let me rephrase that. Which teams do you think are in the first-round quarterback market? Who, who do you think is – true? like, who are you hearing? Uh, well, Jacksonville's – Jacksonville clearly. No, obviously, is, yes. I yeah, mean, uh, outside of outside of you know Jets, Jacksonville, um, Carolina. Yeah, I think like, Ca- who, Carolina is right. is starving for a quarterback, and right. because of the reasons that I stated earlier. Right. So it won't shock me at all if they make a move up. If assuming they don't they don't get a quarterback in free agency or, or uh, trade, Atlanta's in. Atlanta's the most interesting team because Matt Ryan, the cap hit that you're going to take over the next couple of years, I think Matt Ryan still has a lot of good football left in him. And it wouldn't shock me at all if Matt Ryan was still Atlanta's starter in two years. I'm not talking just next year, two years. But do you want to bring in a quarterback now and develop him, especially a guy like a Trey Lance from a small school with just 17 starts so that you're set for your future? So those are the the four teams to me that really jump out. And then, you know, you you look at Chicago after that down the line. New England, what's New England going to do with their quarterback situation? So there are several teams. Denver's another one as well. And San Francisco, I didn't mention, who I had trading up in this recent mock draft in number nine to go get Mac Jones. So there there are five quarterbacks that should go in the first round, and there are about seven teams right now that have quarterback needs 
Now, how that shifts with free agency and trades is, is what we're all kind of waiting to see. Yeah, I, I, I want to dwell on the New England for a second, certainly because if you say San Francisco is going to be going for Mac Jones, that means Jimmy G might be available, and that might be a fit too. Certainly because, you know, here are the names of the quarterbacks that, 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 um, that Bill Belichick has drafted, okay? Tom Brady, yeah. obviously. Rohan Davey. Cliff Kingsbury. Matt Castle, Kevin O'Connell, Zach Robinson, Ryan Mallett, Jimmy G, Jacoby Brissett, Danny Etling, and Jared Stidham. First rounders, n- n- none of them are first rounders. So That's what I've been saying. And I told our graphics people to, to, to build that exact graphic because I, I don't think, and you know what, every time I think something about New England, they wind up doing the opposite. So take it for what it's worth. <laughs> yes. But, um, but I, I just get the sense that, that Bill will, will wait and he'll try to see what's going on with the free agents and the movement and, and see what happens. But I don't envision him giving away multiple draft picks to go up into the top seven, eight spots to go get a quarterback, especially when, and just to make this clear, it's Trevor, and then there's a gap, and then it's Zach Wilson, and then there's a gap. And then those other three quarterbacks you can kind of debate, in my opinion. And so I don't know that you're, you're trying to move up – what does it cost to move up from 15 to 2 to go get one of the two, two top quarterbacks? And otherwise, is it worth giving up all those draft picks in order to get one of the, you know, the third, fourth, or fifth best quarterback in this class? I don't personally think so, and I, I, I just don't envision Bill Belichick doing that. Last a couple minutes here with Todd McShay, NFL draft analyst, college football analyst, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, the concept of Herbert's much better than Tua because of what we just saw from their rookie years. How do you handle that process of evaluation? I think you have to give Tua time. You know, obviously Herbert outplayed him, um, but but Tua practiced well enough and showed enough to the coaching staff to to get an opportunity to play. And we have, we all kind of such short term memory. I mean, this guy. I was standing ten yards from him when he suffered that hip injury. And, and he had to bounce back from that. We didn't. Most people thought, including myself, that he would just redshirt this past year, take the year off, and continue to to get right physically. So he's come a long way from from what we saw with that injury to to where he was last year. Now he obviously has to play better. And you hear some things coming out of Miami. I don't know, you know, what's true and what's not true at this point. But I I certainly wouldn't give up on a quarterback after the first year. I mean. We've seen so many times with guys that have had really brutal rookie seasons that have gone on to be Hall of Famers. So uh, you got to give these quarterbacks a little bit of time. And to your point, when we opened the segment, you know, teams are now so much more willing to move quarterbacks after two, three years and just move on from them. Josh Rosen's a great example, and that worked out really well so far for Arizona. But I, I still think you got to develop these guys, and you got to give them time, and especially into a tongue of Iowa's situation coming off that hip injury, uh, you, you got to give them a minute. Well, I mean, you know, the the Cardinals moved on from Rosen because they they had the first overall selection, and Kyler Murray and could start the clock again with somebody with a a greater physical skill set. You would say than than obviously um, Josh Rosen and the Jets. If they move right. on from Darnold. They would move on for somebody that would they would start the clock with all over again. Would you move Tua for Deshaun Watson if you're Miami? Because you know that Deshaun would probably not mind going to Miami. South Florida is apparently on his hit list, and they do have the the 
no number. I mean, Miami, for starters, could just flip Tua and also Houston's first-round draft pick back. Would you do that if you're Miami? Would you do that? Yeah, of course. Okay. No question. Well, I mean, obviously, there'd be more. It would probably be a lot more expensive than just yeah, what, would, what I just mentioned. Be, it would be the eighth pick. What Miami's at 18, I think, is the second pick. And probably, you know, at least another first round or maybe two more first round picks. You do that. But yeah, I would do it. I would do it for Deshaun. I would. And, and I and I I just told you all the reasons that I think you should be patient with Tua. But Deshaun has proven. You know what you're getting. He's still young. He wants to go somewhere where the situation is better and there's more consistency. And Miami, believe it or not, and I know they're picking at eight and I know, you know, they've had they've had so many problems for so many years, but this is the best organization that Miami's had in terms of the coaching staff and their front office in a long, since I've been doing this actually. So, you know, about 20 years. So then last one for you, what if you're the bears who would probably have to take out a second and third mortgage on their houses (laughs) uh, uh, plus Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith? Would you do that for Deshaun? Would you do that? I would. I would. I, I would love to just give away draft picks and not, not give away those two standouts on the defensive side. But, yeah, you're going to have to give up a lot, especially picking it at 22. I mean, and, and everyone knows that, they, that they're quarterback hungry and that they want to get up in the top 10 if they can't get a veteran quarterback. So you, you have them right where you want them. So you're, you're probably going to get a better deal out of Chicago in terms of the long term. Um, if, if that's how it all works out. But, yeah, I would. In, in either situation, I would. If I was Miami or Chicago, if I had a chance to get Deshaun and it wasn't completely unreasonable, uh, it's going to be unreasonable, but <laughs> yes. as long as it's not beyond that, I, I would make the move. Todd, appreciate the time. Thank you. Let's do this again it, soon. Really, always enjoy our chats. At McShay13 on Twitter, at T McShay on Instagram. Follow Todd McShay. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. The Bears have got to think twice. I, I, you know, I know. Didn't Kyle Branch say that it, they they set a ticker tape parade down? He said the Field Museum, probably Michigan Avenue, before the Field Museum, probably, all the yeah, way probably. down to the Field Museum, which is a long way. If anybody knows Chicago, but uh, you know, that's why Miami's got the the capital and the young quarterback the to just guy. flip back. Yeah, and the guy. Hey, because two is not going to look at David Cully like you know. I didn't want you. <laughs> you know or hey you know I, I don't mind that you're here but the owner is just you know did you hear what jack easterby had to say like that that's all new or david cully i know 65 <laughs> years old first gig, of this, right know, like, all of that should be in the twilight of his life it's not his fault yeah. all right when we come back tom brady talk tom brady talk not only because we got to see behind the curtain as to how TB12 works, I plead but also a lot of these cap numbers. I want to hit that a little bit more in a second with you. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hello, Dane Cook. Rich, how are you? How are you? Boston Red Sox t-shirt. Yes. Now we're talking. I had to rep. True or false that you have intercepted Tom Brady at one point? I did a charity event for Best Buddies back in Boston. That's his charity, yeah. right? That he has his game. Yeah, he okay. plays quarterback for both teams. Very yes. last play of the game, my team's down. Yes. I see Tom. He's going to throw this cute kid who's, you know, been excited to get a ball thrown <laughs> to him all day. So I see Tom's elbow line up. I go, this kid's not getting this ball. So I ran over and I jumped in front of this kid, pulled it down, ran it in for the game-winning touchdown. And uh, he signed the ball. I got it in my living room. Are you proud of I yourself? I picked six Dane? off Tom. I know that's Brady. fine. I understand that. But you I made a kid cry you, <laughs> for that ball. <laughs> you stepped in front <laughs> yes. and you high-stepped uh, Tom Brady. Are you kidding me? That was my. That's the only way I was ever going to intercept Tom Brady. <laughs> so here's another one. Is it true that you were in the room when Tom Brady met Giselle? That is true. That was true. Where uh, was this, Dave? 07 Cook? AFC playoff game. Yes. And Giselle was sitting with us in the the box so the Kraft family was like oh Giselle's here to she's never seen Tom play uh, and she didn't really know football she literally during the game was like so why do they have to run with the ball this way <laughs> <laughs> had that very thick Brazilian accent yes. um, and then we all were ushered down to the locker room and when I saw them see each other and she kind of grabbed him by the arms and they're looking at they're almost the same height but she's looking at him because yeah. you know he's bigger than life it was like they were so beautiful. You know those moments in like a Disney movie where the camera just spins around the yes. prince and princess? And I felt bird. like I was just spinning around. And the birds start flying like <laughs> zippity-doo-dah? Uh, it was unbelievable. You were like, oh, that's a power cut. I think I called my girlfriend right there and was like, we're done. We're, we have nothing <laughs> even close to what I'm experiencing here. I felt like voyeuristic just standing there watching them love each other live. All right. That was fun with Dane Cook back in the day. Can't wait to have human beings I back know. in here, Christopher, right? <laughs> I, I humans. Know, right? Just, I want to give someone a handshake. I miss a hug. humans. Like, I just, shake hands. Yeah. What do you mean you miss humans? You know how I many miss- times people in my, in my life I come across, they're like, you know, you get to see people every day. No, I mean, I do. You know what I mean? So we see each other every day. Am I not a human? No. Am I not human? <laughs> do I not bleed, Mike? Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Honestly, if I wasn't a human, could I do a read for Punky Brewster in no. the Peacock original? No, That's free on Peacock. Could I do that? Segway. Could you could you actually ramp up the music? No. Could you do that if you were not human? I might be a robot. <laughs> Punky Brewster's a human. Look, she's all grown up. She's now a mom. A Punky Brewster. Uh, uh, streaming now. Punky Brewster's free. A Peacock original right here on Peacock. 
There's no other way I could make the turn from Dane Cook to Punky Brewster. There's no other way I could do that. <laughs> I only know one speed, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, back here on our Rich Eisen Show radio network, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's take Walter's phone call. Let's do that. You ready to take a phone call, guys? Let's take yeah, a phone call. Walter. Walter in ba- Daytona Beach. What's up? What's up? What's up, Walter? Not much. How you doing, boss? What's going on? Uh, I just got a question about the New York Giants. Okay. Okay. I, I know they need to get some uh, offensive weapons for Daniel Jones. Do you think they'll go find a uh, wide receiver in free agency, or should they wait till the draft? What do you think, uh, Walter? I, 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 I have no idea what Dave Gettleman's going to do. They got to get I Saquon. Think- they got to protect Daniel Jones, don't you think? They got to get uh, sitting there at eleven. They need Saquon healthy, and they need to protect Daniel Jones. That's it, right? And then they they cut Golden Tate. I don't think you go get an, a receiver at eleven, do you? Unless one just drops out of the I'm sky. Thinking, I'm thinking they should go after that receiver that's uh, free agency from Detroit, Galladay or Galladay. Yeah, or dude. Like that. Uh, and and thanks for the call, Walter. I appreciate that. Our poll question, Chris, hit it because I want to put my thumb on that scale right now. Yeah, real quick. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah has the Giants taking Gregory Russo, uh, edge rusher from Miami. At Didn't 11. you cheat off him in science, Gregory Russo, Mike? <laughs> yes. Didn't you, Greg, right, Greg Russo? He sat right next to me. Greg Russo. Greg, you, you used to call him Greggy, right? Greggy. Back in the day. Little Greggy. Little, little Greggy Russo. Little oh, he's a, he was a whiz in science. Yeah. And you, you, you snuck a peek at his yep. in, uh, in fifth grade, sixth grade, which grade was that with Gregory Russo? I think it was sixth. That's my evaluation of Greg Russo. Nice. Does Daniel well Jeremiah have a more germane evaluation of Greg Russo? Than oh, yeah, right I just there? closed it out because okay. we're getting to the poll question. Okay, go All for right, the poll. About, uh, By the way, you have 19 tabs open. What are you closing I have, out for? I have yes. way more than 19. He's a, it's insane how many tabs Looking at free agent wide receivers, guys, uh, John Brown just got cut by Buffalo. Uh, he is not on this list, but which of these free agent wideouts would you want your team to sign? Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown. Emmanuel Sanders was also Emmanuel Sanders also cut, cut. by the Saints. Dude. Uh, Curtis somebody, Samuel and Corey Davis didn't make the list. Sorry, guys. I'm going to take Kenny Galladay as the day is long. Where does he stand right now? He's leading the way 53%. Damn straight he is. At the moment. <laughs> Damn straight he is. I don't know how much he's going to cost. A lot. This is not the year you want to be a free agent. No. I'm sorry. Not with next me. year's probably next year when the cap goes way, way up. You know, knock on wood if you're with me. The pandemic uh, right. subsides and, you know, there'll still be necessary testing that goes down. But hopefully everyone gets vaxxed and we off we go. Yeah, and, in a weird way, you, if you're a wide out or anybody, any free agent, you want to be franchise tagged. <laughs> I then guess. you can hit free agency next year. Allen Robinson, baby. 16 million reasons to unfollow the Bears one oh, more time. We're back. He's back following the Bears. Who's going to be his quarterback? Who is it going to be? Alex Smith. I'm no telling you. That just that just reeks of the Bears are going to try and but shoot is their he shot. better than Mitch? He is. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, here's the deal for the Bears. This is the way I'm looking at it for the Bears, okay? The Bears have a front office that has somehow survived. (laughs) And they got a head coach who was brought in to help Mitch. And then Mitch was dynamite. And Matt, he's coach of the year. And then they regress. And then suddenly Foles is brought in. And Mitch, um, when Mitch is, what, 3-1 and or something like that? And then Foles plays 500 football, beats Tom Brady. 
in front of the whole country. That's true. And then uh, totally regresses, gets hurt, out, in comes Trubisky, and Trubisky plays much better than he ever has. Okay. So Nagy's still there. Front office still there. But they kind of got to win right now, right? They got the defense to do it. So you got to shoot your shot. You got to shoot your shot. You've got to. Let's try and see what the Texans will do. Slow play it. Slow play it. But because I don't think anybody's going to jump on Alex Smith. Alex Smith could try and push the situation by saying, I'll go to Jacksonville. I don't think he's going to do that either. I kind of think this is such a wild, weird, non-normal, abnormal, abnormal situation. That's a young Frankenstein yes. reference. Um, look it up. And I just think that there's going to be some really good veteran quarterbacks sitting around after the draft. Oof, that's a tough spot to be you in. You don't want to no. be in that. Nope. But that's a lot of teams I'm... are going to be like, yeah, Alex, we – because if you're trying to fix your quarterback situation. Which a lot of teams are. You're going to wait to see how Watson and Wilson play out. If there is any there, there. If there's any smoke or any fire or anything. And that may not be determined until the uh, NFL draft. That may not be determined until April 28th. Literally. Yes. Night before the draft. Okay? And so you've got to play that out. You can't go and sign a veteran quarterback. You're not going to sign Fitz Magic. You're not going to sign Alex Smith. You're not going to sign even maybe Mitchell. I, I don't know. If you're, if you're saying, I'm going to go for it, and then those teams will then, if they don't get what they want with Wilson or Watson, go into the draft. See how that plays. And if the Bears draft a first-round quarterback, right, Oof. it does, in a way, buy them some time with ownership. Hey, we just drafted this guy. You kept us. We showed some, some uh, flash, some pop. Maybe the kid that comes in plays well enough that suddenly you've caught some fire and you make the playoffs, right? Maybe. You then draft somebody and sign somebody veteran as the old backup. And that guy can actually try and win you some games right now. Alex Smith went 5 1 with the Washington football team and that defense. What do you think you'd do with the Bears? Come on now. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. That Bear, the Bears in Washington, though, feel like the same team to me. But uh, better running back? Yes? No. Uh, yes? No. Antonio Gibson's you had Gibson, real, really good. Okay. But Montgomery was a breakout. Kind of the same to me. Gibson's a little bit better receiver. Okay. Montgomery's a little bit better runner. McLaurin better than uh, than Robinson. Uh, I, I know that. I know I mean, that you I'm go higher. Saying, I'm just saying close there, but that, pretty even. That team, he went five and one with that team. What yeah. can he do with the Chicago Bears? Easier division in Washington. I I get it, but in the five games that they won, they beat the Dallas Cowboys on the Thanksgiving. True. Okay, and they also went into Pittsburgh and handed Pittsburgh their first loss of the year. All right. It wasn't that they were not feeding off the Giants. As a matter of fact, they lost the two games to the Giants before Alex Smith took the gig. But it's not Minnesota, not Green Bay. You could do a whole lot worse than Alex Smith, which is kind of the, the longer version solid. of saying he's solid. Yeah. Right. 
Which is why I think the Pats should stay away from Alex Smith. The Pats need to rebuild. 844 rich number to dial. So, a um, lot of questions about how Tom Brady does it, right? We wonder, mm-hmm. how does he do it? How does he do it? We know, that, we know all about the TB12 system. We know about the avocado ice cream. We know all about the avocado tequila. tequila. <laughs> and we know how he must actually adhere to the TB12 system, not only because he, you know, he looks like um, Tom Cruise, right, at age 44. And he makes George Blanda look like Wilford Brimley at age 48, right? <laughs> when they're side by side. And then he wins Super Bowls. And he looks like he's, he's, won, four, he's won four Super Bowls uh, in the last... Uh, it's ridiculous, Since man. he's turned 37, it's, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. So we're all wondering, though, but we've, I've never really seen the actual detailed process of, say, what he puts in his body, right? Nope. Nobody knows. Uh, TJ Jefferson, you put this on our Instagram feed today. Yes, sir. And I know you put it there because Susie saw it there. (laughs) And she's like, you got to see this. I'm glad she saw it. Okay. Uh, it's a TikTok that Brady put out there. Did you, did you find it on TikTok? Are you TikToking unbeknownst to me? That's a yes. Oh, okay, very good. TJ wow. Jefferson TJ. acting like a 12-year-old. Are you doing a dance? Are you dancing like I'm not TikTok, but I am a creeper. I creep on TikTok. It's, by the way, it's your job. Yeah. You're not to creep. I know what's I have you to, need to you I are, need to be in, in touch with the kids yes, and what's going you on. TJ, I'll tell you. So oh, do, yes, do I have do. a TikTok account? Yes. Have I'll I ever posted anything? Later. No. It's okay. Own it. You just You're own it. Creep. Own it. Do I watch yeah, a lot of TikTok videos at 3 in the morning mm. when I wake up in the middle of the night? Mm, yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now yeah. Now we're, going. we're broaching the too much information situation. <laughs> well, we didn't, get, we didn't get TMI with Brady. We got, all no. the, we got a ton of information, though. Because you posted it. Um, this is from Tom. Tom Brady's got a TikTok account? Tom Brady's got a TikTok account. Why doesn't he? Why not? Okay. Why wouldn't he? Well, he's playing, he's playing like a millennial. So, all right. So, so roll it. Here it is. All right. Here's how I start my day in the offseason. I hope we're all brushing for two minutes. Then it's TB12 Sphere time. Always roll my feet out first thing. Oh! Vitamins. Our new Protect's amazing. Smoothie time. Blueberries. TB12 protein. Pumpkin seeds. One banana. I don't eat the ends. Don't tell me. Electrolytes, obviously. Mm. Some chia seed, almond butter, hemp milk. And I brought the wrong mixer. Into the big blender. Blend problem solved. Mm. Gonna eat these once the cameras are off, though. Time to get ready. Always hard to pick an IWC. Going with the perpetual calendar today. Got some emails to send. Off to a meeting. My new Christopher Clues clip-ons are out. Check them out. Jack has no interest in being in our video. Grab a coat. It's freezing in New York. Catch you guys later. All right, so here's my my observations right off the bat, okay? A few things right off the bat. One, he doesn't have a coat deal. Two... Um, I think he does, no. actually. Well, he didn't mention the specific coat. He didn't mention coat. it, but I think he does. But, uh, um, two... Um, Down from the penthouse... Oh, is that what? Yeah. Did you, uh, I didn't notice that's, that. That's kind of what I did. Well, yeah. It doesn't look like, it isn't, it is, TB, TB12 does not strike me as first floor Manhattan. No, and he's okay. not like middle. Yeah, he's not next to the dentist that's no. on the first floor <laughs> no. of whatever high rise right, is. Right, okay? right. <laughs> um, but what struck, a couple things also struck me. 
Uh, the smoothie looks really good. Yeah, wow. That looks like really that. good, like that. And uh, I may try it. Where it looks like it may not, it may not, you may not taste the the pumpkin seeds or the chia. You don't taste chia seeds anyway. No. Um, doesn't no. like the ends of the banana. Neither do I. What do you What do you got against the ends of the banana? I, I cut them. I hate. It. What? Gross. They're gross. What? What are They're you talking gross. about? There's like a little. There's like a little knot. There's I, a little I'm, nub on the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I am anti end bana- oh, banana. Banana. The bread. I'll go it. Banana? Nope. Well, TB doesn't do the breads. No, but, I mean, if you, I'm saying but, the ends of the breads. Although he did say that he did point out those, like, what, crawlers or croissants or whatever oh, that's for later. That's, that's I don't believe idiot. that for a second. No, he's But, um, well, they were in the, the house, ends, though. The end, but, the, excuse me, the ends of the bananas. I was stunned about that because no. the ends of the bananas, are, it's like the left and right tackles of the banana. That's what protects you. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, nope, like they I don't got care. your back. Hit me. They got your back. Hit me. So, no. I mean, you know. Oh, he shouted yeah. out. Oh, he, Don Bowie paused on the croissants. He shouted out the place in New York City. He's, He's getting, getting free, uh, well, for the kids. And no, no, you, you, you give him a shout out. I, I do that all the time, a place where I buy stuff for the kids and the family. I'll give a shout out. But you know, we're Michigan men like that. He's, he's, but that looks pretty little, good. He's breaking off now, a little piece. Now, if I have that, do you have a, a daily breakfast? Anybody else have a daily breakfast? I do. What, what do you have? Really. My egg whites. Really. I do my egg whites. What do you, you do your egg whites? What do you, what do you, I scramble do, egg whites? I, I, yeah, day? egg whites uh-huh. with my Beyond Meat. With meat? Beyond yeah, Meat. Beyond Rich. Meat. Oh, fake, fake meat. I don't eat any meat. real meat anymore. I'm done. I'm over. Dude. All vegan. Is it plant-based or? And vegan cheese. I'm eating like TB12. What do you think? What do you mean? Beyond like... meat. I don't want to know what's beyond no, no, meat. No, 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 no. Mike, Mike, can't tell. <laughs> can't tell. That's what you would say. That's what you can't, can't tell. tell. Right, exactly. I walked 75,000 steps last week. I'm do you well. have Do you have a daily uh, breakfast? I don't really have TJ, a TJ, do you have a daily breakfast? I mean, on occasion, I'll go over to the cafeteria across the thoroughfare uh, here and get, like, eggs in. Yeah, but they haven't been open for a year. Oh, that's... Oh, you didn't know this? You've been open this entire time. Yeah. Oh. There's two people. She didn't see us because we don't lift the and blinds don't up anymore. We don't see them. We can't. This I, entire year, it was like Walking that. Dead finding another tribe somewhere. And nice. Like, oh, well people done. are alive. <laughs> By the oh, way, did yeah. you notice TB12 rolling the ball underneath yeah. the foot? Oh, oh, I'm buying one of those. Yeah. Hey, 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 I've got problems with plantar fasciitis. There you go. The TB12 ball, you. you roll a ball. And ball. I'm, I'm is that, how, is that how he gets, he's able to move around in the pocket? Yeah, I talk about his lateral movements, the pocket, his, shimmy, his shoulder shimmy. Rolling the look, look at him rolling look at the that. ball. Watch. I'm buying one of these. Vibrating, vibrating pliability sphere. Vibrating. Little VPS. Yeah. MD19 VPS. Ball. I'm going to start selling MD19 roll. Del Tufo tried feet. to put you on game a while back, Rich, and uh, you guys laughed at him. Well, now the TB12 rolls, I mean, on, rolls he, on his plantar fascia. Maybe I should say do that. More. I get ready for my run. He wins Super Bowls. Maybe Bowling I should up. be rolling a, a little VPS in the morning, and then there you go. Right now, I've got, I've got, I do a slice of Ezekiel bread okay. toast. Oh, I love that okay. stuff. Uh, almond Be- butter. Yep, yep. So I'm already putting in a little bit. That's part of his uh, banana, and then banana. Yeah, is and, the almond butter balls right here? Absolutely, do the ends, the whole banana, the ends, and everything, the nub and no, everything. No, 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 the crust. Why is it gross? It's part of the banana. It's, it's usually there's some. It's hard. It's not no, no. I don't like it. No, don't like I it. I am with Tom. I'm liking Tom Brady I'm more and you, more every day. It's the left and right tackle of the banana. You, they've got you. It got your back, and you could see right in front. Gross. That's normally what you would have to do. They're usually hard. It's, they're usually there's something about. Ugh. And by the way, just for clarification, Tom posted that yesterday. Not that it matters, but whatever. I, I imagine he had it today too. Yeah, it's not like he's, he's just got a different watch on today. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> From the watch. Throw it out on Twitter, man. Do you eat the ends of bananas? Yes or no? Go for it. Yes that, or no? That Rich Eisen. There you go. 
Well done. I like that poll question better than anyone else. <laughs> I bet you yes. Well, hold on a sec. I bet you yes will outpoll Kenny Galladay in the other poll. Right now, Kenny Galladay's got 53%. Hit, hit the retweet. 54% for Galladay. Of which wide receiver, free agent wide receiver, would you want your team to sign? Yep. I bet you yes on the ends of the bananas outpolls Kenny Galladay. You do know the banana skin will shine a shoe. What? <laughs> What have you ever? Were you ever shipwrecked? No. Like, what are you like? Why would you ever look at a I banana peel somewhere. and say, "I want to shine a shoe"? Somewhere. I've never done it, but it's supposedly. It's like, uh, what point are you down to buffing your shoe with a banana peel? Like, <laughs> how desperate does someone for a shoe shine need to be? By you the way, you I... should see what comes up in Google when you type "does a banana peel." All right. Should we not Let's take a break? We'll after be back the, in a second. I'll hit the retweet on the poll question. We'll get ready for Jay Adonde. He'll be so proud that I'm using my Badil School of Journalism degree to, to this degree. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal, Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What is it like where you're back there? You know you're going to get it. Yeah. The eight in the box or nine in the box yeah. that you see knows you're going to get it. Yeah. And you know you're going to give it to them. Yeah. And they know you're going to give it to them. <laughs> what is that like for uh, you? I just I just love the game. I love having the ball in my hands and I love making plays. And I don't know. I just, it's just the game, man. Like that feeling... When you, when everybody knows and they can't stop it, it's just it's an indescribable feeling, man. And that's just speaking for like us as a team. And you know, I just I just love the game. Yeah, I know you're smiling. Fun. You're just smiling as you're saying this. It is just it must be an amazing feeling. Yeah, a lot of fun to have that ability. Derek Henry here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did you hear what Earl Thomas said before the divisional playoff game? in Baltimore saying that the, the Patriots didn't want to tackle you, but they were going to have a different Oh, yeah, approach. I've seen it everywhere. Everybody was sending it to me. Everybody was showing it to me. Yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Okay, so now later on, you're in Baltimore. You get the ball. You're on the edge. Did you know that was Earl Thomas that yes, was coming for you? definitely knew that was Earl Thomas. Did you give him a second show because <laughs> it was Earl Thomas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Because <laughs> yes. you, you gave him one in the front. And you gave him one slightly unnecessary one in the back. But what's so funny about that is I was so focused on giving him another sub that I ran myself out of bounds. <laughs> so I, the first time he kind of turned around yeah. and I could have turned up Phil, but I was so focused on this like 
giving him a show that I ran myself out of bounds. But yeah, but yeah, I definitely did that because of that. So then the last question is, was it worth it to run yourself out of bounds? I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Henry here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, I thought so, too, that you were in the moment like, OK, I remember this. I see who's coming at me. And again, I love Earl Thomas. I think he's going to have a bust in the Hall of Fame one yeah, day. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, me too. But everybody's here an equal opportunity. Everybody gets some yep. type runner. Exactly. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of our archive materials from all of our Super Bowls. Some great conversations, including one that we had with Dak at the Super Bowl this year. It was great to revisit it um, on our YouTube page in light of the conversation we had about him betting on himself. And if we get to talk to Dak in the next couple of uh, weeks, we'll have to ask him if he did have that closeout conversation in Jerry Jones's office that DeMarcus Ware says Jerry Jones always has with a votive candle and everything just to kind of freak everybody out. <laughs> Told him in that conversation, if you have that, if Jerry says to let's come to your office and I'm going to light the votive candle, that means I'm trying to I'm trying to close this deal without your agent in the room. That's what he basically said. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Um, and uh, our our uh, our NBA friends return tonight. Christopher, two games this evening. Yeah, a couple games tonight. Wizards, Grizz. John Morant. Spurs, action. Mavs. Spurs, Mavs. Luca, two of the biggest young stars That's on display. Right. How's, the, how's Porzingis doing tonight? for your fantasy team? How's he doing? You know, I I haven't looked in a while. I'm in last place, <sighs> so you know. I made I made the trade with you a guy who's just place. like he. Every fantasy league has that guy in last place. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Oh no, no, no! I'm still every in. Every fa- no, no, don't get it twisted. You I, just said I haven't looked okay. at my team in a while. Well, you know why that is? Rich? Infuriates me. Rich, even you realize more. that the All Star game was Sunday, and there were no games until today. So I have not looked. Yeah, there's been no games for five there hasn't days. Been a game Excuse five me. Games. Excuse me. So I haven't looked, Christopher. <laughs> I know you're not the Rich Eisen show stenographer. <laughs> But you True. pay attention to the conversation, unlike Mike. True. And sometimes I look over at TJ, and he's looking at his phone, and he's like, well, one of those things. Media. I know. I don't. Or, I no I, or he's texting. It's like somebody having an Apple Watch. Like you know, <laughs> you know. You are know you looking at the time, on, or you're not paying attention to me because you're like scrolling through your emails? Like anybody, I've never anybody seen flick a finger on top of their watch face. I get it. People like, now talk to the watches. It's but you, oh, really, you are like mostly paying attention. It's trippy. I asked him, how's Porzingis doing for your team? He said, I haven't looked in a while. Yeah, that's true. Porzingis hasn't played in the last week. I know. How's he been doing for your team? Well, do you know, for a while, Porzingis got sat down for a few games because they were looking to trade him. So, I know. Yeah, but the Mavericks denied that. They yeah. said he was not on the market. That's what they said, but he didn't play. I'm also reading about, are you hearing that uh, there's a movement to try and get Lonzo to Carolina, to Charlotte? No way. To get both balls on the same team? Have you heard, have you, have you read that? I I read that in a couple of spots. I haven't, but that's really strange. Like. They both play the same position. Yeah, they're the same guy. Yeah. Well, Lamelo is just a little bit better. Lonzo did good. <laughs> and LaMelo is out of his mind. I, I read that a couple of times on social media. I've read an article about it. By the way, I'm Even, not in last I mean, place People anymore. write stuff. That's, that's, that's what that's I told smart. you to end the hour number one is don't pay attention to things you see on social media, even if it affects your, your psyche and your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. But hey, I, even I'm, when you like, lose, I win. Yeah, I, I'm still just so pissed about that. Lamelo's averaging Trading. sixteen six and six. He's, Michael Jordan even said 
He's been surprised at how good Rookie Lamella of the year, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. And by the way, I'm not in last place anymore, just for the record. Who is? Brother from another? Brother, yeah, from, another. brother from another. DFA, DFL. So I, I'm climbing, ah. making my way to the top. Oh, boy. Big ball of brand, we here to stay. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I can't wait for... The Hornets uh, are so fun to watch, though. They are fun to watch. They're really They're fun. They're a fun team to watch, and we'll see if the Suns, you know, continue uh, matriculating up the standings, and we'll see if the Sixers can stay in front now that... My fantasy team member, Blake Griffin, is actually going to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exciting yeah. to he's see a, that. He's a good uh, trade deadline's coming up in a couple of Wednesdays, which means Andre Drummond's going to have to play basketball at some point, right? <laughs> at some point, he will be back for your team. March 25th, <laughs> trade deadline in the NBA. Cavs at 14-22, and 22, dead last in the Eastern Conference, but just two and a half games out of the play-in tournament. Yeah, those details got released today. It's, what do you really, got? it's really cool, actually. What do you got for me over there? So Jay Adonde is about to join us at the top of hour number three. Um, you know, Jay from around the horn and uh, folks here in Los Angeles. We should ask him our question of, uh, is this a Laker town or a Dodger town? He would know. He's also yeah. uh, a, an associate professor at uh, the Medill School of Journalism at Northwestern University. Where you went? Well, that's where I went. That's correct. He's a director of sports journalism there. So the playing tournament is, so, is really cool. It's the 7th through 10th seeds in each conference. Yes. It's going to take place May 18th. The 9 and 10 teams play each other. Okay. Winner advances. The 7-8 seeds play each other. 7th seed, whoever wins that game, automatically in. They're the 7th seed. Okay. The loser of that game loser. plays the winner of the 9-10 game. Winner of that game, 8th seed. I like it. It so is. if you lose the 9-10 game, go home. Out. Yeah. If you win, you have got a shot to be the 8 seed yes. against the winner of the 7-8. Loser of the 7-8. The loser of the 7-8. Yeah. So if you, lose, if you lose 7-8, you're still you're alive. alive. Still you alive. just got to win the next game. Right. I right. like this. So right now, Bulls-Pacers would play each other. Bulls-Pacers play each other. Winner. Plays the, plays the loser of the Hornets-Raptors. Exactly. And winner of Hornets-Raptors is the 7 seed. Winner of Hornets-Raptors in. Right. Winner of... Bulls, Pacers, loser of the 7-8 right. game. Right. They're the 8th seed. And if you are, say, the Knicks, and you're <laughs> the winner of the 9-10 game, right now they're 5, do you celebrate outside of Madison Square Garden? <laughs> sure. I looked, I, looked at, I looked at those security camera feeds outside of, uh, outside of Penn Station, you know, on, online, looked to see if there was any sort of celebration after Obi Toppin won the first round of the first <laughs> half of the slam dunk contest. No, no, there no. Uh, no, I didn't see anybody out didn't there. Didn't see anybody out there. There's no MSG cam. Hey, Obi, MSG Obi Top advanced. Come on. Used to be post office camp. Come on. Cam across the street. So right now, the Warriors and Grizzlies would play each other, and that's, the winner would play fun. the loser of Spurs Mavericks. So tonight we're seeing a preview. That's fun. A little preview. I love it. All right. There you go. And there's the Pelicans and Thunder. Come on, Pelicans. Let's go. Get it together. Let's go. I got to see Lonzo. I got to see my. My the ball I didn't want to acquire in my fantasy trade. I got to see him playing great. Lonzo did good. I'm the Stephen A. in that conversation. (laughs) I'm the Stephen A. in that conversation. (laughs) Jay Adonde will join us coming up. He is the co-host of the podcast on the Dream Team tapes. We talked about it with Jack McCallum, who is his co-host last week's. Jay Adonde is going to join us coming up next. Chris Brockman's news update: Who's getting cut? Who's not? Lots going on in the NFL. That's coming up in hour number two here on the Rich Eisen Show. Where do we stand on the banana question, Chris? 
Words okay. I've never said to you <laughs> with any sense of seriousness before. What do you got? No. By the way, Mike Del Tufo just talked into a microphone that was off. Because I and was he's doing something. I didn't want you to hear me typing something. I appreciate that, Mike. Well, Mike, well Lisa Ann retweeted this. I, yeah, uh, do you I, eat the ends of bananas? Oh. Yes or no? Attack Tom Brady. 52.8% no. 47.2% yes. You guys want to hear a weird TJ story? We are split. Since I've been old enough to remember what I've eaten, which is, you know, like 10 years, let's just say 10 years old, I cannot remember ever peeling a banana and eating it. You've never had a banana? I've had a banana when I was younger. Like, my mom gave me a banana. What do you got against bananas? I just didn't like it. What do you got against bananas? So I just have been... People don't like bananas because it's a texture thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've not, like, but but I can do a banana smoothie, but, like, I've just... To sit there and peel and eat a banana... So if we made the TB12 smoothie, say, tomorrow Mm -hmm. on the air... If oh. we get, if we could get the accoutrement, if we get the accoutrement, you, you, I'm trying. You, you, you drink it, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, great. I'm looking for that fountain of youth. I don't think Aren't it's a all? one smoothie and done thing. Oh, you got to do more. I than think that. it's a lifestyle. Oh, thing. gotcha, gotcha. It's right. It's a lifestyle. So I got to give up pizza, watches, and sunglasses not included. <laughs> yeah, jackets. <laughs> Penthouse apartment. Penthouse apartment not <laughs> included. <laughs> not, not included. <laughs> not even the TB12 plant-based proteins included. I don't think. The electrolytes, you, you know, he's a big electrolytes guy. I want the TB12. What is ball. that? What is that electrolyte thing? thing? Electrolyte? Yeah. It's just a thing. It just helps your body. Yeah, I do electrolyte water. By the way, Rich, I, I, and I, what do you, I'm sorry. Hemp milk, too. Oh. And he brought the wrong blender. He did. I don't know. Hemp milk? So that's, that's what, not, that's what it so said. So it wasn't like 2%? That is not 2%. We're not going to be able to find all these ingredients. By time. Yes, you can. Dude, you live in Los Angeles. You have your mind. Whole Foods have it. Hopefully, you got to go to Air One for all this stuff. By the no, way, a pretty good hopefully. watch company made a comment on our Instagram about they should be supplying his watches, and I was Dude. like, "You supply, you should supply our watches." Please and they said, "Let's me. make a deal." A social timepiece of the Rich Eisen show. Say Let's this, go. I will say this at the risk of of being somewhat um, on the edge, and I know you like when I do that. Uh-oh. Oh, it's my favorite. A T.J. Jefferson Rich Eisen show um, posting. Liked and commented by Carissa Thompson yeah, and Jane Slater Holler. is really what. T.J. Jefferson calls a home run. Oh, yeah. He lives for that. <laughs> it's a grand slam, my friend. <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> Jay Adonde coming up in hour number no. three.